doing? You're listening to the Shine the Five Method with CJ. I'm your host, Chris and N. James, aka CJ, the creator of the Shine the Five Method. What is that? You may be asking. It is a trusted system to help nine to five women push past mediocrity so they can shine in their own businesses. So if you are juggling a nine to five with a side biz right now, then this is for you. Let's work together on breaking up with your employee mindset so you can be in the driver's seat of your life. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun, sometimes bumpy ride, but girl, I'll get you there. Joining me today is Dallas Travers, and she is a podcast host. Her podcast is called Coaches on a Mission, and she's also a coach. And we're going to be talking about how to use the Ripple Effect system to grow your online business. But before we get into the conversation, I want to give Dallas a moment to shine. And you tell us more about yourself, anything that you'd like us to know. And thank you so much for being here with me today, Dallas. Take it oh, away. Thank you. thank you for the invitation. I'm excited to dig in. You were a guest on my show not long ago, so we are just becoming fast friends here, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do I want to share about myself? I really believe that the world would be a happier place if we all felt safe enough to ask for what we needed, mm. right? Like knowing we could get it. And that is what coaching delivers for people. So I am one of those coaches who loves coaching. I'm totally bought into it. And I am committed through my program, The Hive, to helping values-driven coaches build a business that they're really proud of. And a lot of times, a business you're really proud of is not being an Instagram influencer or like spending your, the weekend in Dubai working from your laptop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Instead, it's just a business that feeds your confidence and gives you more agency more choices to Im impact those around you or those globally in the way that you really want to. Outside of that, I am a really good knitter of scarves. Ooh. I have a seven-year-old daughter who's set, who is just an incredible human being. And so I'm a very proud, proud mama. And I have never been to Dallas, Texas. So <laughs> there's like an interesting little fact. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine how many times you were asked that question. Were you named a yeah? I guess that's <laughs> and I and I often think to myself like, wait, is that a thing? Do people get named after the city they're born in? I don't think that's actually a thing, but people ask that a lot. The time <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. And I love that little intro that you did and and how much you love coaching because I'm sitting here like yes, yes, because I'm so passionate about coaching as well and being you know alignment with your values and and mm -hmm. so it, you you were just speaking. To my heart. You are speaking directly to me. Thank you very much for that. So the listeners typically are women, one coach to another that has is just bursting with tips mm -hmm. and insight. The listeners typically are, are women who have a nine to five and the side hustle or they're thinking about starting one. They have all these skills, all this, all this talent that they, it's going to quote unquote waste sitting in an unfulfilled nine to five right now. They mm -hmm. can be doing so much more with their lives. What advice would you give to those women right now? Yeah, it is not sexy, CJ. <laughs> so, and it is not flashy and it might even sound counterintuitive, but the best advice that I can offer is to go slow. Mm. And I don't mean start slow. You got to start, right? But I think often 
especially in the online space, we perpetuate this idea of like leap and the net will appear. That's actually not how nets work. That's I've never seen a magic net actually do that. Yeah. Or like hire before you're ready. Do the thing before you're ready. And I think it's more accurate to say like, Take the step before you know what the end result looks like, but you don't have to go quickly. And there's this myth of the overnight success. And I think that is extremely problematic. Mm. And it's likely the thing that keeps a lot of your listeners stuck, right? Because I got to know how it's going to go and I have to have all of my ducks in a row and I have to know all of the things. So I spend my life in my cubicle preparing to get ready to begin. Because I've bought into this myth that it's like going to happen really fast. And if it doesn't, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. So this is why we we're going to talk about the ripple effect system today. Yeah. Yeah. And that is all just about building your business out in layers and focusing less on taking actions and more on building habits. Okay. When I say go slow, that's what I mean. Like turn everything into a habit so that you can really create traction right? Where create traction so that when a year passes, you look back and you've moved so much more quickly than the person waiting for waiting to be the overnight success. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times it's it's what I hear a lot of waiting for the right time. And of course, that's a mindset shift that needs to happen as well. And they feel like they need to have all their ducks in a row and all. And it's it's there's never really going to be a right time. And also with starting, you don't have to, mm-hmm. like you said, like it, it, it can be, it's a, it's a journey. First of all, we have to, we have to accept yeah. it's a journey. And starting for some people, just making the decision to do something totally. more, sending that email, totally. right? So habits, talking about habits and the the ripple effect system. How, what are some habits, some like really common or typical habits that, that women trying to build that traction to start and grow their business should, should be developing? Yeah, that's such a great question. I want to say one other thing about the waiting until the right time. If you commit to going slowly, the right time reveals itself. But if you're sitting still, it's never the right time. Right. Right. Yeah. So the ripple effect system is all about building your business out in three core layers. I see, I'm going to get in trouble here a little bit, but Uh-oh. oh my goodness, I see so many posts. I'm a, I love Instagram. So I'm scrolling through Instagram. I saw it recently. It was an ad, someone talking to camera and she said, okay, so if you want to make 10K a month as a coach, here's what you need to do. Take this step. That should take you about 10 days. Then you're going to build, or no, not 10 days. It was like three days. Then you're going to build out your evergreen funnel, which is 72 hours of work. Oh, dear. And, like all of this. and I was like, that is not true, my friend. That is not true. Yeah. And I, I mean, a lot of coaches who bought the course about like making a course, and then they tried to sell the course and nobody bought it because there was no foundation in their business. So I often say like what I teach is the least exciting and least sexy, but it's the thing that works. And that is the ripple effect system. So the first habit is direct. So I'm going to speak through the lens of if, of coaching because that's my expertise. Right. Yeah. So for our listeners, like I'll just use a listener as an, in my mind as an example who wants to build a coaching business. And hopefully that will translate to other listeners who have other aspirations. Mm-hmm. But the first habit to build is consistent outreach for client attraction. You do not need a website or a logo or like any any fancy branding. You don't need anything other than clients in the beginning. 
And you can get clients through inviting people into a sales call. So ironically, one of the first habits I think a coach needs to build is mastering sales conversations. Right. Yes. And do that by practicing. Yes. But here's an example of going slow, right? I can be in my nine to five with a goal of having a coaching business. I can start practicing discovery sessions with you, with my husband with my neighbor across the street, with my sister. I can get good at selling before I ever even have to put myself out there. Mm, Yep. So that's the first habit to actually build is to start to practice selling so that when it's time to practice selling, you don't act like a robot. (laughs) Or Or you're free to do it. It's like, I think we're at that point where I'm supposed to, so what do I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. But it's funny because I even think practicing sales calls comes before nailing your niche. Oh, yeah. Because it's okay. practicing sales calls that will help reveal what, the kind of work you really want to do. So that's one of the first things you should start doing is like get good at selling, especially okay. when the stakes are so high. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Because you, know, you understand <laughs> about niching now, know, know who you're speaking to, so then you know who mm-hmm. you're selling to or who wants to buy from you, right? So I like that. It's just either way, you have to sell, right? And, and yeah. at the end of the day, it's about making the sales. As icky as the word might seem to some people, mm-hmm. it's about selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And here's the thing I see. Tell me if this is true for you, too. I'm a values-driven coach. I don't like selling. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to actually love it now, but like that traditional concept we have of selling, it's not like, I want to help you. I don't want to take your money. And so we don't practice until, okay, now I'm actually going to talk to a potential client and I'm just going to expect that I'm good at selling. That is just not, I've never done anything the first time and been good at it. Oh, no. Yeah. So, right. So get practicing and get practicing first thing so that you've got that down, you're building the habit of being in sales conversations. And then that's going to reveal some of your, the, your niching stuff. But if I told you to niche first, you'd spend the, like you could spend forever alone with your thoughts and a client avatar worksheet trying to figure out your niche without ever te- road testing it, getting feedback or risking putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So that's step one. Practice, 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 practice. Practice, practice makes yep. perfect. Practice makes progress. Yeah. As I say to you. <laughs> and what's the second thing? Yeah. So the first layer in the ripple effect system is client attraction. Mm-hmm. And there are like three components to that. We talked about selling. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a messaging component, right? This is not necessarily a habit to figure out your niche. But the habit is something that I call spark interviews. Okay. And that's a connected conversation with someone who is your target audience at least once a month. Okay. So that you're always, you always have your thumb on the pulse of what their dreams look like, how they describe them, the fears that they face, the obstacles in front of them. So if you can have a month, so we're practicing with our cousins <laughs> twice a month, practicing sales calls, right? Yeah. We're figuring out our niche through these spark interviews, talking directly to the people that we want to serve so that we have their words to describe our work. And we can use that stuff right. in the next layer of the ripple effect system. But the third P, the client attraction is developing the habit of requesting referrals. This is very, I love that. It's very intricate and all, I like how you make it all come together. So you have the layers, 
But then with each layer, the layers have components. Like to get to one thing, you do the other thing and ripple. <laughs> Ding! Yeah. It just hit oh. there. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting. So I talked earlier about like the coaches who buy a course about building courses and it falls flat. Yeah. The, the third ripple in this ripple effect system is scaling of, in some way with a course or a large group program. Yeah. But don't expect to be able to sell that or fill that or even create that if you're not working with clients first. Right. 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 Working one-on-one with clients is what informs that course you're going to build one day. So that's the first okay. rip, right? Okay. Get clients. We've got our niche. We're in Spark interviews. So we have tons of marketing language and we're in the habit of requesting referrals and we've been practicing sales calls. So we're now we're enrolling clients. We're getting paid. It's exciting. Yes. The second layer is list building and list This building. building. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, this is the one where like, whenever I talk with my clients about this and building their list, it's like, where do I go? How do I start? So yes, dig deeper. Go. Yeah. Listening. Yeah. They're listening. I'm, I see this with my Hive members too, just like list building and it can just feel muddy and there's resistance around it. Yeah. And I think the resistance comes in a couple of ways, but the the big reason behind it is if you have an online business, once you start list building, there's no stopping. It's not a task that you ever get to like tick. I've checked that box and we're done list building. It can be annoying, right? Yeah. But my favorite list building habit is lead magnet swaps. So what is a lead magnet swap? Maybe we should define a lead magnet first, just in case there's anyone listening who hasn't heard sure, that. Absolutely. Yes. So a lead magnet is essentially a free re- resource that you offer your target audience at, like on a landing page or on your website or in your Instagram profile, a free resource you offer to your audience in exchange for their email address. Mm-hmm. So what is your list? It's your email list of target audience subscribers. So I'm a huge fan of lead magnet swaps. What that looks like is I find other mentors, coaches, podcasters who share a target audience, right? I have this really fun quiz that can help you uncover your sales superpower. So I might reach out to you and say, hey, I've got this really fun quiz that I think your audience would love. And here's why. I know you have lead magnet XYZ that I would love to share with my audience. Are you up for a lead magnet swap? Okay. And I notice it's interesting because people are either like down with it or very not into it. Okay. <laughs> and I think the people who are very averse, yeah. they just probably come from more of a scarcity mindset, right? Or perhaps it just feels unfamiliar because not enough people practice lead magnet swaps. Right, right. But if you can, it's just the easiest way to tap into an already established audience, right? And invite those people to also join your list. But also, it's a great way to add value to the people in your community by sharing a free resource from a trusted colleague who's going to help them in some way. Right. So essentially, it's saying lead magnet swap is, hey, followers, audience, I have this great thing from Dallas, sign up here, blah, blah, blah. They go to your, they'll end up on your mailing list, right? And then, but I will also give you something. So I'm just, I'm just, I find it so intriguing that some people don't like that idea. But like you said, scarcity, scarcity mentality too, right? So yeah, growth, there's yeah. growth there. There's an opportunity and a possibility for a lot of growth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's also an opportunity for a lot of growth on the part of the person 
asking for the lead magnet swap, it can feel kind of vulnerable or risky in some way. Mm-hmm. But you did this once, if you coordinated a lead magnet swap once a month, you could easily add, I mean, anywhere, it's such a range, but anywhere from 25 to, I don't know, 500 new subscribers to your mailing list every month simply by being generous and collaborative. Yeah, collaboration, so, yeah. Right. So fast forward in the, in the mat, a matter of a year as you're getting paid to coach clients, right? And you start using that work with clients to think about that course that you want to launch. You will have a list of 1,200 people. For To me, that's that magic number to reveal that a course launch is going to be worth the effort because it's a lot of work. Yeah. So you need to have a list who, ready to buy from you. So I love the lead magnet swap habit. I love that. Yeah. I like that too. I had never really heard or thought about that. So that's, that's I love that. And I, I, cool. I'm big on like collaboration. I really Me feel too. like, especially women, women coaches are just supporting each other. It's just always so much that can come from that. So for me, I'm like, done. <laughs> Done and done. Right, let's do it. Right, All right. right? Hey, everybody. Kim and I are going to do a lead magnet. Lead magnet. Come around. Okay, okay. I'm focused again. I'm focused again. So in list building, the first thing is lead magnet swap. I'm just like, ooh, this is so good. What What else is What else is there? What are the other components? You know, another simple habit. I don't know what your experience is with paid ads, but I'm like anti-paid ads at this point in my business. I've tried that and I just find that the slow burn, the organic habits have a higher return on investment. So another simple habit, once you have a lead magnet that you can implement on a daily basis. So lead magnet swaps, I think that's like a monthly habit, right? Okay. And a daily habit would be to DM people who follow you. And we're not like sliding into the DMs to be some sketchy person. You're right. Practicing transparency here. You're okay. So I have, I'm going to actually show, read you an example. Okay. So I'm going into my DMs right now. And here's, I'm going to read the one. I got an answer from someone who said, no, I am not interested. Great. Right. <laughs> my feelings aren't hurt. It's totally fine. It's absolutely fine. You're right. Yeah. So. I'll pretend it's to you like, hey, CJ, just checking. Have you taken my sales superpower quiz yet? If not, I can send you the link. Let me know if you want it. So I'm not like pretending to be interested in you so that I can fool you into buying my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just being incredibly transparent. I have this quiz. Have you taken it? So let's say your lead magnet is a quit your nine to five checklist. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, I have a quit your nine to five checklist. Would you like it? I can send you the link. So then you wait to get a response. Right. You don't just send people the link. This person said, no, I'm not interested. And I said, great. No problem. Let me know if anything changes. And I'm moving on. Absolutely. Right. There's another person who said, I have not send it over three exclamation points. And that makes up for like, You've, you've already yeah. forgotten about the no, I, I'm not interested person because there's three exclamation marks. Yeah. So what we're, what I'm finding is for every 10 DMs we send, we're getting seven new subscribers, right? Seven subscribers a day. It may not sound like very much, but you do that over the course of 30 days. That's 210 subscribers. Right. Like, and, and they are already connected to you because they're talking, you're talking personally to them. So 
I just feel inspired to say this because it's kind of how we started our conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so much hype around the overnight success and go big or go home and launch this and launch that. And I think that the slow burn CJ does not get the credit that it deserves, especially for your audience. If you're working a nine to five, you could find 10 minutes a day to DM 10 people and build your list that day. You may not find the time to launch, like to do a big launch or this or host a big summit, but you could send 10 DMs. And over time, those habits are what really build on on one another. And then you look back and say, wow, look at how far I've gone in a year. Yes. So, and being able mm-hmm. to look back, being able to reflect and seeing, wow, I did all of it. And I love that. I, I'm, I am so for organic and slow and steady wins race mm-hmm. and the overnight thing. It's just, it drives me. <laughs> Insane. I'll be like, oh my God, look at what this, look at how much I made and look at what I did in my sleep. And this is all I mean, it could be you too. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, that took you like five or six years to get to this point of being an overnight success. So the, the slow, that slow burn, the organic reach, it, it, to me, the return on investment is far, far greater. Okay. I'm focused again. Layer number one, get in the habit of signing clients. There are more details to that, but at its core, you have to be comfortable selling, Mm -hmm. comfortable asking for referrals and have those spark interviews to clarify your, your niche. Number two, list building habits. Having seven subscribers on your list is better than having zero. So get started. Yeah. Right. It's built with consistency. And this is all designed to set you up to move into that third layer, which is scaling. That word, there's a hype around scaling too, right? But to me, I looked up the definition once and let's see if I can remember it. It's like a scale, scalability is having the ability to grow without being hampered. Yes. So that means having someone on your team that you can delegate to. Even if it's a VA for 10 hours a month, if you really want to scale in a sustainable way, you cannot do that by yourself because you're a coach and you need to be there to coach. Yes. And this is all lined up to set you up to scale, grow without being hampered mm-hmm. in a large program or a course in some way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And before they know yeah. it, you need to go just with the ripple. When it yeah. gets to the scaling, this that step of scaling, it'll it will seem so easy and organic for them to be able to say, okay, I've done all these things. I have all these different components, develop these habits. It just naturally mm-hmm. makes sense that, okay, I'm ready to scale my business. This is what I need to do. This is what I'm going to do. I like how you take yeah. this. Yeah. And it's also just like, I'm ready now to have a broader reach. I have confidence because I have this track record. I've been working privately with people. Right. I, I've actually uncovered that I have a signature system because I've been working privately with people. So now I can take that signature system and teach it to a larger group. Right. So even with scaling, what I recommend inside the hive, we call it the three X launch strategy. So do not make the mistake of hiding behind your laptop and creating a course without testing it live first. So the first time you launch a course, you're going to deliver it without any shiny things. (laughs) You're going to meet with these people on Zoom. You're going to teach them in real time the course content. The next day, you will send them like the recording and their assignment and the checklist of notes from what you went through. And that's where you test what needs to be tweaked or added to your system when you're delivered to a larger group. 
Yeah. I can give you a really concrete example of this. So the okay. first time, the first time I taught client surge, which is my other signature program, I'd been teaching it privately with clients for what felt like forever, but it's been, it been, had been tested a lot. So I'm teaching how to host sales conversations and I, it's these four phases and we're just cruising through it. And then when it got to Q and A, someone said, okay, wait, do I say hello first at the beginning of this discovery session? And in my mind, CJ, I was like, yes, of course, that's common sense. Why are you right. asking? Me? Okay. Okay. Right. But in this person's mind, they wanted to follow the formula to a T and the formula did not include saying hello at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I realized, oh, if this is going to be a course that someone moves through on their own, mm-hmm. I can't forget little things like that. I need to actually include the things that to me seem obvious and intuitive because they, they aren't for every person. Now, what I could have done was already built the final version of the course and then I would have had a lot of undoing and recreating to do it because you're delivering it live. You get feedback in real time, which brings you to the place where you can perfect deliver a perfected course because it's been co-created with your students. I love that. And you know what? I knew today was going to be a really good convo and you're going to bring a lot of gems and nuggets. And I feel like even for myself as a coach and as a like yourself, you know, you are a values driven coach and it really people's experiences with mm-hmm. you. And that what you deliver to them is very, very important to you. So I, I just looking at going through your ripple effect system and the client attraction and your components, like practicing sales and the spark interviews, asking for those referrals and, and then the list build and it, and you know, and the, to, to get to the point where it's scaling and all of that organic reach, it just, it's, it all it makes sense, you know, in your, in your coaching business. I know you speak to coaches. So in your coaching, in your coaching business. So mm-hmm. I wanted to, knowing that the listeners are, they, they need <laughs> some ripples. They need some ripples to take some action. And also knowing that you share this ripple effect system. Do you have anything like coming up that people should be watching out for from Dallas who has never been to Dallas? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you are listening and you're inspired by this conversation in any way, the best next step to take is to go and subscribe to my podcast. Okay. Because that show, I coach people every week. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a different type of learning when you hear someone being coached on the issue you're facing. The Coaches on a Mission podcast is the best next step. And you know what? It's sure. a great podcast. In my unbiased <laughs> opinion. <laughs> so before I let you go, do you have a nugget? to share with with our listeners, something that they should just hold on to remember as they're rippling. (laughs) Making the move, the decision to start your own thing, whether that's a coaching business or you're opening an Etsy shop or whatever that dream is for you. Being an entrepreneur requires you to be willing to make mistakes in public. That's what we're doing every day is acting according to our inspiration or we're learning a new strategy and then we have to go and we have to test that thing. And the only way we get to test that thing is if people know we're doing that thing. And that is incredibly terrifying. Yeah. So the nugget I want to share is if you're waiting until you're not afraid, that day will never come 
because it's not what being a business owner looks like. Being a business owner looks like taking action anyhow and being public anyhow. So if we can all just like mm, admit that what we're going to do is making mistakes in public, we then have permission to move forward. Yeah. And you know, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship, it's, it's really about taking risks. Right. We, yeah. we make some wild decisions sometimes. Right. Yeah. So being able to show up and accept that things aren't I, I got to try this out. The only way I'm going to know if this works is I got to do something. Right. I think that's yeah. really in, in, in an entrepreneur's blood. Thank you so much, Dallas, <laughs> for being here with me today and sharing your wisdom. This was a beautiful, beautiful conversation. And I know that our listeners are going to take a lot away from it. So thank you for sharing your time and energy with me today. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. That's it for now. Question, what was your biggest takeaway? I'd love for you to share your thoughts in a review and better yet, share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this. If you are ready to make your side biz your main gig, which means taking center stage so you can shine in your business, I invite you to connect with me. My website is kristenandjames.com or you can find me on any social media platform at kristenandjames. Take care until next time. And as I always say, have a sparkling day.